Doc Hardy has music and radio broadcasting in his blood. His father, Hal Hardy, was DJ Soul and Ice in the 1970s and was a pioneer in Connecticut for black radio personalities. He appeared on WNLK in Norwalk, WSTC in Stanford, WICC in Bridgeport, WINE in Danbury, and Weeby in Westport. Doc used to help his dad DJ weddings and events in Connecticut and New York in the 1970s and was a DJ himself from 1984 into the 1990s. Always a lover of soul and jazz music, he launched the jazz radio show Jazz on Ice, the Sunday Brunch, in January of 2017 on WNLK and WSTC. He joined WPKN in 2018 and continues in his mission to preserve soul music, or, as his father says, put soul on ice. Music is medicine, he closes each show with, and I am the doctor. And just as a note, the show is now called The Doc Hardy Show, and it actually airs every other Sunday at 7 a.m., and Doc also fills in Thursdays at 4 p.m. and Saturdays at 10 p.m. as requested. And Doc was also involved with yesterday's Juneteenth celebration in Norwalk on the Green, and I'm very excited to get to, to talk about that tonight. So without any further ado, Doc, thank you so much for, for joining me tonight on Mic Check, and welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. So, Doc, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of your work here on WPKN, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's been a while since we've, since we've seen each other and since we've spoken, and so, um, you know, again, thank you for being down to do the show, and, uh, and I just wanted to check in and see how you've been doing. I've been good. It's, it's been kind of weird. You know, we had two years of COVID, so it's almost like that like a Marvel movie where we all like disappeared for two years and came back. So we're just, we're just kind of reconnecting with everyone, but I, I've been fine. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I know it's, it's been really surreal. It's been yeah. surreal to say the least. So I know you were involved in yesterday's Juneteenth event, which was called yes. Juneteenth, a summer celebration of culture. And it took place on Norwalk green. And so first, I just wanted to say congratulations on that event. I wasn't able to be there personally, but I saw the photos and I, I read a lot about it. And it just seems like it was a really incredible event. And so uh, I definitely am excited to to hear all about it. But before we, we get into the discussion of the event itself, I was wondering if you could contextualize and give a little bit of historical background on Juneteenth. Sure. So, so basically, we all know and learned in school that, you know, President Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation on January 1st, 1863, and that was supposed to be the end of slavery. You know, all, all enslaved people in, in the United States were supposed to be free. <clears throat> well, that didn't happen, especially uh, in the border states like Texas and North Carolina. They, the slaves were not aware that they were free, no one told them, a lot of them couldn't read, so they had no idea. So they kept on being slaves. So it wasn't until um, the end of the Civil War in the summer of 1865 that Union General Gordon Granger uh, and his troops traveled to Galveston, Texas. That was like the last stronghold of, 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 of this country where 250,000 slaves did not know that they were free. They had no idea. So he went there, and on June 19th, 1865, 
He read uh, what's called General Orders Number 3, where he pronounced that all slaves were free. And so June 19th, of course, which is today, um, is a combination, uh, you know, Juneteenth is a combination of June and 19th. That's where the Juneteenth comes from. And uh, it's been celebrated in Galveston and Winston-Salem, where the two last places where uh, slaves were unaware of their freedom. Uh, it's been celebrated there for years. And of course, now it's uh, a federal holiday. Yeah, thank you so much for, for sharing all that. Like you said, the, the there's the, the new federal holiday, and it was exciting to see so many events taking place here in, right here in Connecticut as well. And so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about about yesterday's event in Norwalk, could you walk us through the journey of of bringing that event from conception to reality? So, you know, the credit goes to um, the commissioner of the first taxing district of Norwalk. His name is Jalen C. Uh, Senior. And Jalen and I met a couple of years ago. I worked, uh, at a, I worked with an at-risk youth program in Norwalk called SAVE. Uh, serving all vessels equally, the acronym is SAVE. And they actually had them as guests on my radio show on, on WPTN at one point. Anyway, Jalen um, you know, went on to become you know, this, the commissioner of, of the taxing district, and he approached me. And Jalen and I, he didn't realize, we didn't realize this about each other. I actually grew up with his mother and his uncle and his aunt. I've known them since I was a little boy. So uh, it was it was amazing to find out our, our connection uh, historically. But he has a passion for helping his community and helping the black community, and so he um, was able to get that organization and his fellow board members, Elsa Peterson Obachowski and Rosa Murray. The three of them uh, worked together to bring this Juneteenth celebration in Norwalk to fruition. And um, there were a number of contributors, the city, Norwalk, Norwalk Hospital, and others that gave uh, funds that helped to make this thing happen. So it's, uh, it's amazing how, how it came to, to be. Yeah, that sounds like it was a real, a real team effort from a lot of different folks. And I know that there, there were quite a few uh, businesses and vendors present at the event. And so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about some of, the, some of those folks well, and I'm, I want to preface what I'm about to say. If I don't mention your organization or your business, charge it to my head, not my heart. I, I met a lot of people yesterday. In addition to running, running, helping to run the event, the stage, and, and be the uh, master ceremonies. So, first of all, um, uh, there was a health mobile there, and that was run by the Norwalk Health Department and Access Health Connecticut. And what they did, they had a program called Know Your Numbers. So, you know. The black community has had issues with hypertension, diabetes, they're big killers in our community. So they had this Know Your Numbers program. They offered free screening for everyone that wanted it to uh, you know, get their blood pressure checked, their sugar checked, things like that. And then Access Health Connecticut had information on how people could uh, get health insurance. So that was great to have them there. Uh, the Fairfield County Coalition was there. Um, these ladies were there to register voters both Republican and Democrat, so there was no discrimination in that way. Um, they, they, and not just people, residents of Norwalk, anyone in Connecticut could go to this table, and these ladies would help them get registered to vote 
and be ready for the uh, the primary, which I believe the next primary in the Connecticut is August 9th. Uh, right across the street from the Green, where this was held, the First Congregational Church of Norwalk, they were there. They've got a farmer's market, so they had a booth, and it was nice to meet them. Uh, Necessities 101, which has been doing business five years, selling jewelry, run by Bridget Williams. Uh, that was She was there vending, as she does at many events. Um, Stealing Roses was there. Um, the NAACP uh, branch of Norwalk was there. Um, it was it was tremendous. We had some great, uh, some of our political elected officials were there. You know, Mayor uh, Harry Reeling was there. You read a declaration. So the city of Norwalk now officially recognizes Juneteenth as a special day in the community. And Representative Jim Himes and Bob Duff also were there. So it was well supported by the businesses and elected officials in our community. Yeah, it's just such a great, a great lineup of of awesome vendors and and businesses and and people involved. I know you were the like you said you were the host, um, the MC for the event. Yeah, I was wondering if you could talk you know a little bit more about about that about you know kind of your role and and then as well as like you know some of the the musical acts that performed because I know there were some really talented you you know local Connecticut based performers who took the stage as well. Yes. So, yeah, I was a master ceremony. That that always is a broad, broad uh, category when I, I get asked to do that because there's a lot of things that end up falling under the umbrella of the MC. So, you know, you know, my primary role is to make sure that the program uh, runs according to schedule, that the speakers and uh, musical acts you know get on stage and get off stage when they're supposed to. Um, it turns into being I uh, work with the audio production a team led by a gentleman named Chuck. I don't have Chuck's last name, but he does all the all the events on the Norwalk Green. He's the audio engineer. He was fantastic to work with yesterday. Um, so yeah, so that I kind of kept th- kept things moving um, as, as the MC. As far as musical acts go, there were several people that performed. Um, uh, one of the highlights of, uh, of of Juneteenth historically is a poem. So. Kai Seed of Norwalk got up there and gave a poem, and incidentally, Kai is the, the father of uh, you know, the commissioner of First Taxing District of Norwalk, Jalen C. Jr., so it was good to see his dad involved. Uh, Joe Gritz from here in Bridge. Joe Gritz is from Norwalk, but he is a, a member of the Democratic Town Committee here in Bridgeport. Uh, he's also a political activist, a hip-hop artist. He uh, performed a couple of songs, and then he also gave a very passionate speech where he acknowledged all of the white uh, members of our community that were there and thanked them for being allies and supporters and being sensitive to what Juneteenth represents for the black community and being open and willing to work with us. So I thought that was a nice um, speech that he gave. Uh, we had Kenesha Denise Moore. She um, uh, runs uh, one of the churches in Norwalk, uh, is the choir director. She sang a beautiful a cappella version of Lift Every Voice. I mean, her range vocally was incredible, and uh, she performed beautifully. The gospel group Basic performed some uh, some songs. And then um, Norwalk resident Berdine, who is a beautiful songstress, uh, fantastic young lady, performed just at the Bijou two weeks ago here in Bridgeport. She sang a couple of songs with... Another Norwalk resident, Jeffrey Velez, who played the guitar for her. 
And then Velez was brought up the rear. He was the he was the headliner, if you will, and his band performed uh, several amazing pieces. People were stopping like where the green is in Norwalk. There's traffic on both sides of the green, East Avenue, and I don't know the name of the street on the other side. But anyway, people were literally stopping their cars to listen to the music. That's how good these guys were. And Jeffrey and I. Um, I met Jeff Velez five years ago. He, I, I just started radio at WNLK here in Bridgeport. And incidentally, WNLK was physically located in the same studios where WPKN is right now. Like probably right where you're sitting is where I used to sit five years ago. Uh, and he called me and he just said, hey, you're doing a jazz show. I'd like to come on your show if I can sometime. And he did. And then I went to see him perform live and he and I, didn't realize that we had friends and family in common. And I've just watched his musical career over the last three or five years locally. And to see what he has developed into as a musician and as a human being was amazing yesterday. So uh, shout out to all the musicians and poets um, that performed. Uh, I also don't want to leave out Eva Bospan. She did an interactive um interactive uh, trivia with the audience about Juneteenth facts that people probably didn't know. And uh, that was interesting too. So overall it was a great program. Uh, I think everyone enjoyed it. Thank you so much for sharing that doc. And if you're just joining us, you're tuned to WPKN 89.5 FM in Bridgeport serving Fairfield, New Haven, Litchfield counties in Connecticut and Suffolk County in New York's Long Island. And we stream on the web at WPKN.org. My name is Mike Murley, and the name of this program is Mike Check. I host every third and fifth Sunday, and I am joined live over the phone with Doc Hardy right now, who is a fellow WPKN programmer and DJ here at the station, as well as someone who is involved in so much locally in the community. And specifically tonight, we are talking about yesterday's Juneteenth event that took place on the Norwalk Green. Uh, and the title for, for that event, the full title, was the Juneteenth, A Summer Celebration of Culture. So, Doc, you know, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about your personal connection to Norwalk and, you know, what it meant for you to be doing or to be involved in such an important event like this. Well, I, I grew up in Norwalk. My family moved to Norwalk, uh, believe... 1969. My father was a. Uh, I was born in North Carolina at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. My dad was in the, in the military, and uh, he's a Marine. So when he got back from Vietnam, we relocated to North Carolina to rather to Norwalk, Connecticut. That's where I went to elementary school. I went to uh, I went to three elementary schools. I went to uh, Brookside Elementary first, and then uh, to Washington. I'm sorry, let me back that up. I went to McGrath Elementary first. Then Washington Elementary, and finally uh, Brookside Elementary was the last school I went to. And then I went to middle school at Benjamin Franklin Middle School. And then because I was interested in learning a trade, I actually went to high school at Wright Tech at Stanford. But so I grew up in I grew up in Norwalk. I lived there until 1985 when I left to pursue uh, my career as a, as a minister at the time. Um, so. You know, I've been living in Bridgeport. I came back to Connecticut in 2015 after being living other places for 30 years. 
I chose Bridgeport for economic reasons, and, and my work is in New Haven, so Bridgeport's closer. And uh, so for, for Norwalk to reach out to me and ask me to host this first event, because, you know, you only get to be first once, right? There's going to be many, many, many more of these, but I can say to, to everybody, I was there for the first one. <laughs> and that, that means a lot to me. That makes it very special. And uh, I'm sure that you're planning to be as involved as you can in, in all the future Juneteenth events in, uh, in Norwalk. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm connected with a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of uh, things going on in Norwalk. So, and I've already, there's other uh, things, other events that they're having on the green. Uh, apparently, they're, you know, of course, during COVID, nothing happened for anybody. But now uh, they want to start using that, that area to have more of what we did yesterday. And so uh, I've, already been, I've already been told that uh, you know, they want me to be involved. In, in hosting some of those events. So I'll, anytime they pick up the phone and call me, I'll come back because that's where my, my home is Bridgeport right now, but my heart is in my hometown in Norwalk. Awesome. And is there, is there a way for anyone who missed the event yesterday to check out any videos of the, of the performances or anything like that? Well, unlike the Summer of Soul, <laughs> there, was, uh, there was nobody filming this event. So uh, there's no archive that you can go to. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of people there had cameras. There's clips on social media. You can follow me, Doc Hardy, on Facebook or and Doc Hardy Soul Jazz everywhere else. Doc Hardy Soul Jazz on Instagram, Twitter, um, and Tony Doc, Tony Doc Hardy on uh, LinkedIn. I'm putting up clips. I'm still putting up clips. I'm not done. But I have clips of all of the performers or speakers that were there. So if you follow me on social media, you'll, you'll be able to look at the reels that I'm making of, of things that happened yesterday. That's, that's pretty much all that's available. Maybe down the road as this grows and the budget for it grows, they'll be able to film the whole thing or maybe even broadcast it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And uh, yeah, I mean, videos even of the, uh, the vendors too and just like the overall okay. atmosphere. Yeah. of the event yeah because again like um yeah I, mi- I i unfortunately am one of those people who missed it and uh yeah yeah it, it just seems like a really awesome event so and you know so i was wondering what what are your hopes for for the future of the because you said that you know like you just said this is this was the first one right the first annual juneteenth celebration in norwalk what besides you know more funding and a bigger budget like you just mentioned, what, what would be some other things that, that you would hope for, for the future of the event? Well, I, I mean, I was talking to Jalen at the end, we had a little you know conversation um, and he, he was, you know, like I said, the mayor of Norwalk was there. Our state representatives were there. They, they loved the event. They loved everything about it, the way it was managed, the way it was run. Um, so when you have your elected officials on board, it's easy to grow. So that, I think Norwalk's going to be fine, um, with that event and, you know, whatever I can do to help them, I will. Um, as far as I, I go, um, I participated in the Bridgeport Juneteenth event last Saturday. I marched in the parade, um, with my, uh, my fellow PKNer, uh, Cheryl McGovney, we marched together with the organization called William E. Edward Academic College Tours. 
uh, run by Angela Edwards. That organization takes young black youth on a bus trip to the South to visit all nine of the historically black colleges and universities in the South. Uh, so that these kids can see these universities, and potentially choose one of them for their education. They actually went on there. They left today for a week. So they'll be gone this week on this tour. So we marched with them last week. And um, I got to, uh, I was noticed by Deborah, Ka- Deborah Cavernous, who runs, who's part of the group that runs um, Juneteenth in Fairfield County. And so they've asked me to be a part of the parade next year as a marshal. Uh, there are several marshals, and then there's the grand marshal. So I'll be one of the marshals. And throughout the next 12 months, I'll be working actively with Fairfield, uh, Juneteenth of Fairfield County to work on Bridgeport's event, and then whatever Norwalk needs from me, I'll, I'll be able to do that as well. So I'm, I'm be, we're helping both cities. That's incredible. That's amazing. And could you give the name of the, the organization one more time? Um, yeah, so on Facebook, it's Fairfield, it's Juneteenth Fairfield County is what it is. Juneteenth Fairfield County is the Facebook page. And uh, Deborah Cavernous is the... Uh, the contact and uh, she's done a marvelous work. PK WPK has been working with her. She will uh, uh, work with her last Sunday. They did an event at the Bijou, uh, showed the movie Homecoming about the plight of black farmers in this country. And then after that movie, they interviewed a couple of farmers uh, from New Haven and Bridgeport, which I didn't know we had farmers, black farmers in. Bridgeport and New Haven and what they go through to grow in, a, in the urban environment and a post-industrial environment in Connecticut where a lot of soils contaminated by all the copper and what, whatnot we worked with, you know, when we were making stuff, manufacturing things. So that was fascinating. So uh, Juneteenth of Fairfield County was part of that, and WP Canada has worked with them closely um, over the last few months uh, leading up to Juneteenth. Thank you so much, Doc. And we have just a couple minutes left. So I was wondering, first, how can people hear your radio shows and learn more about what you're doing out in the community as well? And then second, what is a, what is a closing thought that you would like people to remember about the importance of Juneteenth? So as far as radio goes, I am on currently every other Sunday, 7 a.m. So my next show is next Sunday, June 26th at 7 a.m., uh, and then every other Sunday after that, it's my normal slot. And then I fill in sometimes on, uh, on Thursday afternoons at 4 and Saturdays at uh, 10 p.m. Um, you can, you can I would say follow me on Facebook, Doc Hardy on Facebook, or follow the Doc Hardy Show on Facebook because I post on both pages. But anything that I know about or hear about, even if I'm not involved in it personally, I'm continually, I share everything. So if there's something that I think would benefit people, I share the posts, I share the flyer. So you'll be able to see what's going on. So I think that's the best way to keep up with what I'm, what I'm uh, involved in. Um, as far as Juneteenth goes, I think um, saxophonist Kirk Whalem said it best on Facebook today. Everybody needs to be open. Black, white, green, purple, yellow, blue. We all need to be open to and more sensitive toward the plight of one another and be willing to adjust and change as necessary so we all can move forward together. And I think to me, that's really the message today. 
Doc Hardy, thank you so much for all you do at here, here at WPKN. Thank you for joining me on Mic Check tonight and for your powerful and inspiring work out in the community. And of course, congratulations again on the amazing event yesterday and your involvement in it. Hey, Mike, thanks for reaching out to me. I'm happy to, to help out and um, look forward to seeing you around town, making things happen. Definitely. Definitely looking forward to uh, talking more and, uh, and hopefully I'll be able to make it out to the next event. <laughs> I'm um, sure you will. I mean, I'll make sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again, Doc. Yeah. And, right. um, and uh, of course this episode will be, uh, you know, out, will be in the, um, the archives, but also the pot, the podcast page on SoundCloud as well. So I'll make sure you have that link and uh, it'll be awesome. up there I for people to listen that. to. Yeah. So thank you so much that. and, and uh, have a great night. You're welcome. You as well.